hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to episode 148 of the Childless Not By Choice podcast. My name is Savilla Morgan. My mission is to recognize and speak to the childless not by choice women and men around the world, reminding you, reminding us, that we can live joyful, relevant, fulfilled, childless not by choice lives. And whether you have children or not, thank you for tuning in. What is today's show about? Beg, plead, bargain, repeat. Yes, that's right. Beg, plead, bargain, repeat. But before we get to that, I would like to say a great big thank you to my Patreon contributors. Those are people who, on a monthly basis, contribute some dollar amount to this platform, to this podcast. And I am truly grateful and thankful to you who have made the decision to do that. Every penny goes right back into the podcast, into the platform, to pay the podcast producer, to pay the host of the podcast. There is a hosting company that holds all the episodes. They need to get paid. The website manager, I have two websites, SevillaMorgan.com and ChildlessNotByChoice.net. I have a very nice gentleman who manages and looks at the back end of those two websites for me because I... It's Greek to me. <laughs> so just thankful for all the people working in the background to help me produce this show on a monthly basis. It is truly appreciated, and the patrons are part of that group. Thank you so very much. If you would like to become a patron, visit patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash childless not by choice to set up your monthly contribution. And no matter your giving level, I have a gift for you. Of course, I love choices. So if you prefer to give via PayPal, maybe once in a while or a one-time gift, Feel free to visit me at booksbysevillamorgan at gmail.com. That's my PayPal account name, booksbysevillamorgan at gmail.com. Just make sure to document what the contribution is for. You can just say for the podcast and I'll take it from there. So patreon.com forward slash childless not by choice or booksbysevillamorgan at gmail.com if you want to go the PayPal route. Thanks again, Patreon patrons. You guys are awesome. So. I begged, pled, and bargained with God for a family. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you've heard me say this before, but it's a little bit different what I want to talk to you about today. I want to tell you a few stories, a couple of stories, and um, I also want to read you a poem, but let's get to that in just a minute. The thing is, I wanted at least one child, a boy. It was always a boy. I mean, if I had gotten a girl, I'd have been thankful. I mean, we get a bad rap, don't we, <laughs> as girls, especially in some places in the world. So yes, I always wanted a boy. I even had his name picked out. Yes, I did. And this is something I don't talk about very much on the podcast, but yes, I had a name picked out for him. And you know, it's important not to tell people your business. It was so long ago, I honestly do not remember the premise of the conversation or why this happened. I don't know why, but I mentioned the name out loud. I still to this day do not remember why I did it. The first time I heard the name, the word, because it it's not really a name. It's not something you would think to name a person, but it, it's fitting. So the first time I heard the name, I felt an instant connection. I started researching it, the meaning, the definition. And yeah, I found it quite fitting for all that I had been going through. 
the tons of fibroids, the myomectomies, three of them, the crying myself to sleep, and at the same time, the name reaps up painful memories of a challenging part of my journey when I think about it now. But someone named their child that very name. And I know they were in attendance in whatever that group get-together was. They were there. They named their child that name. It broke my heart. Honestly, I mean, I kind of felt somewhere deep down at that time that I would not be having a child, but I still had this window of hope, this tiny window of hope that I hadn't had my hysterectomy yet. And having not had the hysterectomy yet was that window of hope. So although I felt deep down that, you know, it probably wasn't going to happen, not having had the hysterectomy gave me that window of hope. I hope that makes sense. I worked at a certain company years ago where I recall all the young moms planning day trips to child-friendly locales every once in a while. I wasn't jealous. I thought it was a beautiful idea. They all worked together. They all had young children, and it was their way of getting their little people out of the house and getting themselves out of the house as well. All of these young women got along, so I guess they wanted their kids to get along. Nothing wrong with that. But I remained silent. I had nothing to contribute, although I thought it was a beautiful idea, because I did not want to become a target. I just, I didn't want to. I already kind of felt like there was a target on me for not having kids, but I didn't need the questions. And I'm sure there were questions, but they just didn't ask. And I didn't want to make myself a target, so I didn't say anything. I remained stoic, <laughs> staring at my computer as everyone buzzed around on the weekends, making their plans for their get-together. You know, I know some of you are in that part of the journey right now. Some of you are a bit younger than I am, and it may sound a little trite, but all I can tell you is hang in there because this too shall pass. It really will. And the other thing I will tell you is don't pretend. It's okay to smile through your day if that's what you do. But if you know that you're just hanging on by your fingernails, most days I would say speak to somebody. Get therapy, speak to a trusted friend, a trusted pastor or rabbi or whomever, you know, you seek out for help that you trust. But speak to somebody. Because I remember during that part of my journey when there were days I was just fighting back the tears as I sat at my desk and just crying myself to sleep, as I said before, many nights, crying in the shower so that if, you know, a family member wouldn't hear me crying, if it was daytime, I would cry. There were days I cried all the way to work and all the way home, and then I got home, wiped the tears, and walked in the house. I, I know. Trust me when I tell you. I know your journey if that's where you are right now. And at that point in my life, I had not yet gone to therapy. I, it was not a thought for me. I wasn't raised that way, and it just was not a thing, you know? All I can tell you is there's nothing wrong with therapy. I say it all the time. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with speaking to someone you trust, but there's definitely nothing wrong with going for therapy and getting the mental and emotional and spiritual and even physical help that you need. You know, I've been, I'm, I'm back on the treadmill, <laughs> speaking of physical health, and it helps. I'm not at the weight I would like to be at, but I'm telling you, not doing anything at all for me, it was making me, ooh, it was just getting to me. Let me put it that way. So being on the treadmill for 30, 35 minutes a day, five to six days a week, it's really helping me. It's really, really a big help. So I would say when I say physical help, maybe go for walks regularly. If you have a treadmill, get on the treadmill or an exercise bike, whatever you can do for 30 minutes to get your heart rate up and just, you know, get some exercise. I think it's, it's the best thing. 
But having said that, I just want you to know that and remind you, I want to remind you, I should say, that get therapy, yes. You are not a second-class citizen. Find things that help you throughout your day, throughout your week, throughout your month, throughout your year. Go to your favorite coffee shop regularly. Do these things regularly. Go to the museum, go to the beach, whatever is your thing. Find out what that is and go do it and try to get it done on a regular basis. And just remember that you are here for a reason. And if you don't know what that reason is yet, work on figuring it out this year, this new year, 2023. And just, you know, remind yourself of all of the good things about you, all the good things you are. You know, we all need work. We all have deficits. <laughs> We're only human. There is no perfect human. So work on whatever you need to work on to make yourself better. But don't let anybody tell you you're not good enough, that you have faults, and all the things that people come up with. You can speak to your own self. Just be positive. Yes, we have, as I said, deficits, but there's no reason to talk negative talk into your head and listen to negative talk from other people. I hope that makes sense. You know, I'm no longer in the space, like I said, some of you are where you're thinking about children and watching other people with their children. Now that I'm a little bit older, <laughs> it would be dealing with grandchildren. And so when I said that this too shall pass, it, it will. The terrain will change. The journey is not going to change. If you are never going to have a child, if you've been advised of that and you know that maybe you've had a hysterectomy maybe you are not planning on adopting whatever it is you pretty much know you're not going to have a child then the journey remains the same but the terrain changes so you move on from dealing with your co-workers who have children small children teenagers young adult children and now you are interacting with people who have grandchildren and they're talking about how wonderful their grandchildren are and how beautiful they are and i'm sure they are you know, I have a great nephew, he's two, and I love him. I mean, I, every time his parents bring him for a visit, I get so excited. And they came recently for a visit, and I was so excited. <laughs> I kissed his face, and, you know, I just really enjoyed his visit, and I think he enjoyed the visit too. I mean, he went under the dining room table and poked my toes <laughs> at one point. So I absolutely adore him. I love him. And so I totally get it, but, you know, if you're in a space where you are now interacting with people who talk about and gush about their grandchildren, just know, just remind yourself with a little bit of internal giggle, the journey remains the same, but the terrain changes. And now that you've been on this journey for a little while, you will always have that little missing piece in your heart, that little part that's just missing. That's just how it is. It's like grief because that's what it is. It's grief. And just like if you lose a loved one and you miss that person on a daily basis, it's the same thing. It's grief. It's grief that you didn't get to have the kids or it's grief that you lost a loved one. Grief means that there's a little piece of your heart missing and then you have to make the decision to do the best you can with what's left of your heart. You know what I mean? Do the best you can with what's left of your heart, because what's left of your heart is still worthy. It's still beating. It's still caring for you. It's still a beautiful heart. It's just that a little piece left. That's what grief is. That's my thoughts on grief. That's my meaning, my definition of grief anyway. So keep in mind, the journey doesn't end. The terrain changes. What are you going to do about it? I do also strongly suggest that if you have not already, 
join a childless not by choice community. I mean, you can join mine, <laughs> the childless not by choice with Sevilla Morgan Facebook page. There are tons of other childless not by choice communities out there with different voices now. There are other childless not by choice podcasts out there now. The childless not by choice community has grown exponentially over the last few years. We do exist and we exist all over the world. We have different voices. So just know that there is a place for you no matter where in the world you are. You know, as I recall the times of crying myself to sleep, as I listened to my biological clock ticking away, tick, 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 begging God to answer my prayers as things got progressively worse. And then the time came for me to have a hysterectomy, and there was no answer, no response. Those are the times that I look back on with a modicum of pain, but you know what? I'm still here. So I believe my life events have strengthened me. I believe they've empowered me. And I know the same can be for you if you just hang in there, no matter where in the journey you are, and just know that. I know it's something that's probably overused. What doesn't kill you make you stronger. I'm not sure who said it, so I'm not able to attribute. I'm not going to look it up right now. I'll just say I'm not sure who said it, but I'm sure we've all heard it. And, and it's true. It really is. We're still here. So know that you are strengthened and being strengthened on this journey. That's what journeys are, you know. They are strengtheners. And you're being empowered in your in your grief and in your loss and in the way that your life didn't turn out. You are getting stronger. So just know that no matter where in your journey you are, even if you're maybe my age, a little bit older, and it's still tough, it's okay. It's still okay. It's okay when you're in your 20s and 30s. It's okay. Now, when you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, it's okay. Don't worry about it because don't think that anybody's going to say, oh, you're older now, you should be over it, you should be past it. Don't worry about those people. They don't know the pain that you have gone through, you're going through now. Stay on the journey. Join a childless not by choice community. I think community is so important, so important. That boy's name? Nah, I'm not going to mention it. Maybe one day, I, I doubt it, but maybe one day I will, but it's not today. It is a powerful name, and you may try to figure it out, but all I can say is it's, it's, not, a, it's not a person's name. It's a word that means something, but it can be used to be a person's name. You know, I can say that my childless not-by-choice experience and journey is based on that name. I got nothing out of my life that I expected or wanted, and I feel... Like a lot of what I wanted out of life was sacrificed to be here. So the name is, is very fitting. And I had to make the decision to push through, as I have always said on this podcast, almost every episode. I had to make a decision not to be bitter. You have to like actively make a decision not to be bitter. It's a choice. It's an active decision. It doesn't just happen. If you don't make the decision, the results of life, life in general, will make the decisions for you. And life's choices and decisions, as we all know, are not usually good. We have to literally wash the lemons, cut them up, squeeze them into a pitcher of cold water with some vanilla or almond essence and some sugar. <laughs> you have to literally, and stir it up, by the way, don't forget to stir it. You have to literally make the lemonade. Make the best of the life you have been given. That's all you can do. I mean, well, you can just not make the best, but like I said, life will make the choices for you. 
I don't want life making choices for me. It's done enough. <laughs> anyway, before I let you go, I want to read this poem to you. I was searching for a blank notebook to take notes in for a course I'm taking this year. It's just like an eight-week course. And the writer that I am, I have notebooks all over the place. Some of them are filled. Nothing else can fit in them. Some of them are still empty because wherever I go, if I see a cute notebook or a nice notebook, I buy it. I cannot help myself. I will buy it. So I was searching, searching, searching for a notebook to take notes in for this course, and I found a notebook that had not been written in yet. And I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. I didn't have to go out and buy one. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I found an empty notebook. But then there was a folded piece of paper sticking out. And I looked at the paper and it was dated June of 2004. I was like, June? Of, that was a long time ago. June of 2004. And then I read what was written on the paper. And I was like, did I write this? Oh my goodness. So I'm going to read it to you. This poem written June. I'm so glad I dated it. I wish I'd written the day, but I'm so glad I actually put the month and year on it because I honestly would not have known when it was written. I couldn't even think back to that. I would know, well, you would know by what the content is about when, but I'm just glad I dated it. So the poem that I apparently wrote in June of 2004, I am going to now read in February of 2023. I don't care how light or dark my baby is. I just want a baby. I just want him to be healthy. Ten fingers, ten toes, two feet, two hands and a nose, two eyes, two ears. If it's a girl, enough hair for her bows. Dimples on her cheeks like grandma or a dimple in the chin like me and grandpa kicking around when she has a pamper change, rolling over which starts her independence stage, a girly girl or a boy, full of energy. Either one, it does not matter to me. I'll take one of each at the same time. That would be a sight to see. Everyone loves twins, you see, especially me. June 2004, Sevilla. I couldn't believe it. And, you know, I should have probably given a trigger warning, but uh, I kind of did. I kind of did. I hope it didn't make you sad. I hope it just kind of like, I don't know. I hope it was nice the way I, I intended for it to be. But it was amazing to find that poem. It made me remember the name, the word. And I know that so many of you are going through very painful experiences, and I just want you to be encouraged and to know that I'm here to listen all the time. The group is there. If you ever want to post about something, sometimes it gets really quiet in there, you guys. So it's, mm -hmm. it's okay to post in there and just know that we're all there for you. There are several admins in there, wonderful ladies. They have so much going on in their lives, but they have been admining. <laughs> for quite some time and I'm so thankful to them but even so anyone can post in there post how you're doing post a snippet you know something that you find that you think might be encouraging to the group it's not a problem I wanted to actually read something to you I didn't plan this but I wanted to read something to you that I posted in the group recently I follow this lady Dr. Caroline Leaf I follow her on Instagram. And speaking of Instagram, if you want to follow me on Instagram, 
because I have three Instagram accounts. The Instagram page is at joy and relevance. That's my childless, not by choice page. So at joy and relevance, if you want to follow me there. This is what I posted from her. She says, just a reminder, you don't have to like or understand someone's boundaries in order to respect them. Just a reminder, you don't have to like or understand someone's boundaries in order to respect them. And that was posted by Dr. Caroline Leaf on her Instagram page. So just just keep that in mind as you're making your way on your journey. You can create boundaries. As I've said in previous episodes, if it's you, if you don't have a spouse and you don't have children, then you are your family. It's nice to have friends. I hope you have good friends that you can spend time with. I hope you have family members who understand you're on a different journey. But regardless, create your boundaries, maintain them. There's nothing wrong with it. Just like your friends and family can create their boundaries, their family time, their vacation time for family only. You know, all the things that families do, that couples do, you can create your boundaries for your time to go do something without having to explain why you can't babysit this week or why you can't make it to this party or that party if you already had something planned. Do not put your plans off for other people. You all are going to make me go on a tangent. (laughs) Let me end this here because this is where I plan to end because I will get on my soapbox. You guys know I'm good for it. Do not change your plans for other people unless it's something that's really important to you and that you feel like you really should do it. Yes, of course. Sometimes we just say, you know what? I really need to do this. And then you change your plans. But don't go around changing your plans at will or just whenever somebody has something going on and they maybe beg and plead and twist your arm. If you already had plans, keep your plans. Because the other thing that happens is when people see that they can get you to change your plans whenever, they've got you. You don't really have a life is what they're thinking. They're like, oh, she doesn't really have much going on. It's just the beach. It's just the library. It's just a museum. No, it's not just. It's your life. It's your plans. Tomorrow is not promised. And so do you. (laughs) Do what you set out to do and make whatever changes you need to make, but make them on your terms. That's not selfish at all. It's you doing life, the life you got, and they're doing the life they got. I hope that all made sense, and I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you're enjoying February. I want to make sure that I don't miss anything before I let you go. I'm getting ready to work on uh, March, so I'm going to start working on March pretty soon. If you have not listened to January yet, I'm getting feedback on January, episode 147. Don't be put off by the title if you're not a person of color. Don't say, oh, that's not for me. Oh, it's for you. It's for all of us. Episode 147, Race, Gender, Inequality, and Childlessness, My Conversation with Yvonne John. Please listen to the episode. I'm getting feedback on it. And, you know, at the very least, for those of you who may not be people of color, you know, you know, I am a person of color. So take a a moment to listen and hear about me a little bit. You know some things about me. This is going to give you a little bit more insight. Take a listen. Feel free to reach out. If you have questions, ask me questions. You can inbox me. I'm here for it, okay? Anyway, I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.